This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So it's me, Blank Man, Meteor Man, and Handyman, and we're building... Sandcastle versions of our favorite museums uh, Just, you know, we've all agreed kind of We're not going to use our powers yeah. It's sort of our day off So, um Is Handyman Hancock? Handyman? Yeah No uh, Oh, I just don't know He's, okay He's a retarded guy On In Living Color uh, uh-huh. It was a recurring sketch Uh-huh I believe maybe played by the same guy who played Blank Man. Okay. So, and uh, you should explain that you can say that because. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm allowed to say that because um, I love those guys. So, uh, we're, you know, that's what they're. That's what the sketch is about. Yeah. So, uh, also I can say that because I'm a musician. Now we um, are building these sandcastles. And I, of course, uh, live in Los Angeles, so I'm building the mocha <sighs> chino frappalate. Hey, since when is grande mean medium, huh? Anyway, uh, and Blank Man is building the Louvre, mm-hmm. and I turn and I notice that. Uh, you know, it has that beautiful glass structure. I am pay. Designed it, maybe. And he, and he is turning some of the sand into glass using heat or something. And it seemed like that's probably a power. So I turn to Meteor Man, Robert Townsend, and I say, what do you think about this guy cheating? And he goes, I don't like it one bit. Is this a competition? I'm uh-huh. sorry. I got like, because yes. it seems like, I, okay. Yes. It wasn't introduced that way. I'm sorry. Caddy Heigl's going to judge us at the end. Um, so she's sort of waiting, and I want her to know, like, you Is can she, pick his, but he broke the rule. And she's in the soundproof Ben Stein's money booth because mm-hmm. she can't know. Yeah. Uh, she's in the she's in the money booth with Jimmy Kimmel, mm-hmm. and uh, he's covering her eyes. So uh, anyway, so I'm obviously I'm mad, and it's and I'm like if some if nobody's gonna tell her when she comes out, mm-hmm. then it's not gonna be a fair contest. And so I just sort of lean a little bit, just lean, you know, nothing big, but lean a little bit on the earth and. Make it so the earth is tilted a little bit, or maybe a big wave is a little bigger than normal and smashes Sandcastle Museum. Is that bad? 
Seth is ready to move on from Knocked Up. Oh God, he's ready to move on. He's ready to move forward, and he was, and he, and he didn't even know she was upset. Yeah, I think everything seemed fine on the set. Everything seemed fine. Trickle back to him. Um, when he was on the set, everything was fine, and he's ready to move on. He, I remember, was not pissed, and yeah. Judd, I think, is was not pissed. No, and on the set. She wasn't pissed. Everything seemed fine. She wasn't pissed. Um, and you find out later, maybe she was pissed. He's ready to move on. Well, and that all got so uh, blown out of proportion by people that all she said was, every woman in his movies is a whining shrew. That's it. Yeah. And that it's misogynist. That's all she said. She didn't say, I don't think the movie's funny. She didn't say, I don't think taking bong hits is funny. And then uh, later, like the thing people add to it is like, oh, and I'm pissed too. But she never said that. She never said she was pissed. She said, the character's underwritten. All the women are are, are whining shrews. They're all bitches. His perception of women is essentially that they're all bitches who are problematic for you. And he sort of must hate them. And so that's what's being presented on screen in the movies. But she didn't say she's pissed. No, and then in the magazine article, they say, plus, I'm pissed. Oh, yeah. And they just throw that on there. Just a little word bubble. I'm pissed. And that's not really fair to say. because She didn't say she was pissed. And I think she said, I like it. Hey, <laughs> welcome to Hollywood Handbook Insiders Guide to Kicking Button, Dropping Names of the Red Carpet Lineback Hallways in this industry we call showbiz. No guests today. We've had too many guests. Uh, it's been the year of guests, I guess. Hayes and I are natural introverts. If you do our uh, Briggs Myers, Myers, yes. our, uh, our Myers, yeah, uh, our Myers Square. I call it the Oscars Myers. Yeah, Oscars Myers. Uh, Brig- Tim Briggins and uh, we um, uh, are both INFP and so we are introverts in my Twitter bio who need to recharge by being alone and sometimes being around a guest can create a social burden which really drains us and just because we seem outgoing just because we do have a good conversation and we're sort of moving the conversation forward and asking you questions and like really good at engaging mm-hmm. you doesn't mean that inside we're not like, Oh, I'd actually maybe rather being at home and if with a book and a puzzle and some cocoa. And so that's sort of what doing this episode is going to be for us is just drinking cocoa, doing a puzzle. And just because I have a good personality at parties and I'm kind of what makes the party Doesn't fun. Mean that I'm not thinking about stuff on the inside. When I shout cannonball and make just about the biggest splash you've ever seen and actually kick off the party. And wearing second. just my normal clothes. Uh-huh. And with my phone in my pocket because it's just money. You can't take it with you, folks. Uh, when I'm doing all that, it doesn't mean that inside and under my skin, I'm not actually screaming. Would yeah. somebody just leave me alone and give me a mocha while, latte? While you're in the air, splashing in the pool, you're thinking like, oh, when can I go home? Mm-hmm. Have I been here long enough to just like finally go home? As I'm doing the guitar solo. You ask Steffi, can we leave? And she's like, well, you can leave whenever you want. Yeah, right. Because it's her work friends. So, no guest, and we've also had, we had two women in a row, and it was, I thought it was great. Oh, yeah. I loved, I had such a good time, but I. Sometimes our voice can get a little lost when we have women in the studio. And it's just like, what is the show? After every one of those things, I'm just sort of like, what is the show? 
Yeah, it's great that there are different perspectives out there, and I like yes. to get a taste of that on the yes. show, but I don't like it to take over. I'm always like, what? I just sort of have to remember what we're... Well, because what the fuck is the show? Yes, that's always my question. What is this? Like, what's going on here? And so I did have an amazing time doing that. I just do want, not want to do it again for a year. I think it's some of the highest quality stuff we've ever done. I think it probably educated a lot of people, and it was a huge opportunity for both of those women, and I don't recall their names right now. But at the same time, what's a fucking show? And I'd like to take at least one year and figure that out without them around. So, so. we just we just have and no you know no guest today. Some stuff we really just need to take care of and catch up on. Do One- we say the name of the show? Mm. Hey, wait a second. Do we say the name of the show? Oh God! Can we? Do, do you remember, Cody? Can you play back what we've said so far? I can't. I I to do it would be so boring to do it again. Yeah. Imagine people at home. If we did do it, imagine people listening, being like. Yeah, we know. And that would be so hurtful. Well, imagine I'm listening to it because I do listen to exclusively our show. And I hear us say it twice and I drive my car off a bridge, kill myself. I can play you another a different episode. Another episode. Which one? Uh, Julie Klausner. No, thanks. Yeah, I'll, I'll just move on. Uh one thing we urgently Sorry, ha- which Julie Klausner? The one with the trampoline. Huh? Hayes jumped on the trampoline. It's in a picture. Oh. Um, it's vintage, an old one. Vintage Klausner. Dude, Jake Johnson. Uh, That'd be too sad. Yeah. I haven't spoken to him in quite some time. The mummy. Yeah. Okay, uh, never mind, Cody. Uh, we yes, we get just like we just have stuff that we really need to do. So let's let's just do our we. One thing we urgently have to do is listen to all the other Earwolf theme songs and rank them, and also suggest improvements if the songs are not good. Different ways the songs can be good because one nice thing that about our song is it has all the information in it and you know what you're getting into yeah. and so what we're gonna do Hayes and Sean's patented stank ranks this is the this is the Yearwolf song stank rank session <laughs> <laughs> and we're ranking how stank your song is and it goes and the scale goes from dank to stank as always <laughs> so hopefully there's something dank in here but I got a feeling we're gonna be stinking on some stank and if you earn enough stank it goes into the stank bank you can spend it later (laughs) at the stanker store now I don't have my computer the the computer I should say because I know you like to use it sometimes today um, I put it in the recycle bed Uh, because Cody I was reading the newspaper, and traditionally, when I see read the newspaper and see a news I don't like, a way for me to express it is to slam it in the recycle bin uh, when it's the newspaper. But when the newspaper's on the computer, the computer goes in there, too. I oh. see. Not, not the trash. Not the trash. Mm. Because recycling, they use it again to make more trees. Quick question, and I am going to be funny right now. Was it the trash? No, see. 
And that's part of the joke. So what we need is for somebody who does have a computer yes. and their name's on your Who's buddy. a little whiz. Who's, who's a, a little, little computer a, whiz. Who's our little whizzy? Me. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right. And this is a new approach that we're trying. Wizzy Kaplan over here, remember? Now, please do uh, be helpful. And the new technique we're doing is try it positive. Treating Cody like a sweetie. And so. And maybe he will become a sweetie. I wonder if I know any cute little sweeties who are able to do a song, theme song from another show, and then we can put it through the stank rank and rank it from deck to stank. That's me. Yes. That's nice. And a very sweet boy already. Mm-hmm. This one's called Bebop. Wait, no, Wait, don't you're not, tell no, me. No, don't oh. tell us what it is. What's it called? I'm not going to tell you the show. Oh. Oh, it's just the name of the theme. the name of the theme. song. Okay. Okay. So if you won't interrupt me, it's called oh. Bebop Cat. You made him too strong with the... Is this that Mark Marin cat show? No. That one really took off. Podcats. Boomer is Pod- there. Podcats. Uh, okay. So is this for, um, is that thing you do? Is that a show? Are you thinking? When. I'm going to say David, David Gregory. Get on this. No, is it Kate Couric? No. Uh, are we close? No. Kirk was close, because at least that's a show we have. Okay. So is David Gregory, Cody. I don't think so. Yeah, it is. Look yeah, on the website, on Cody. Get it's under shows. Look what? at it, Cody. That, should be, that tab should always be open. What is that? All right. Cody. Oh, God. I so wanted to treat you like a sweetie, but you had to... Fuck it up so badly. Okay, stop this. <laughs> now that's enough. Now that stink. Now, with having heard that, here's what I think I would be listening to. Probably Billy Crystal swirling a glass of scotch, yeah. taking a big sip. And telling a story about Robin and Whoopi. Yeah, that sounds right. It's from the specific kind of incredibly successful 90s comedian mm-hmm. uh, that that likes that. Who? Mm-hmm. Oh, Kevin Pollock. Kevin Pollock. Kevin That's Pollock. That's really close. Oh. So close. Oh. oh, by the way, in conversation with Jeff Garland. No. That, God. Uh, how? That, that how? Close. How? Getting closer, though. <sighs> what is that show? And it's a show people listen to or no? Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Some did. Oh. Oh. Some didn't. And so it's went away. And it's close. Who to is it? Pollock. Leonard Malton's movie podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. That's not close. Kevin Pollock, not close. Mm-mm. That was a bad Leonard clue. Malton, no He's hat. An actor. Who is? Pollock. Yeah, so am I. Yeah. Leonard Malton does movies. Yeah, so it's like everyone else, like everyone yeah. else on the network has like some affiliation with the entertainment industry. Yeah. Well, it felt close at the time. 
Okay. okay, so that one stank. Uh, yeah, what, that one. This that one did stank. How would I? That one change, has. How stank. would we change that there to make no, it really work? There are no movies in it. It should be like Leonard Maltin be like uh, that. He's like actually lying on top of some movies. Let me give you a baseline. Boom, 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 boom. <sighs> it's Leonard Maltin waking uh-huh. up on the mattress. Keep going. Oh, this uh, mattress is a little lumpy. What's this under here? Oh, Blackhawk Down? And so he's on the movies. That would have been a good theme song. And then Baron Vaughn's there like, breakfast time, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Baron shows up. So uh, let's do another one. He is still on the show, correct and correct? The show is like gone and he's not with it at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's too bad. He went to Nerdist. Okay. Oh, fuck. Can we do that? Can no. you just do that at any time? You just go to Nerdist? Okay, next. All right. This one's called... I can't tell you what it's called because it's got the name of the show in the title. Jeff, it has a Jeff Garland. Wow. Fake the Nation? It sounds like Curb, you know? Yeah. Hard Nation? No. Longest Shortest Time? No. Hello from the Magic Tavern? No. God, how many of these are there now? Is this David Gregory? No. But you admit that is a show now. Nerd Poker? No. I still don't think it's Shortwave with Grant Lee Phillips? Wow, no. Ugh. Uh, made me so excited. Glitter in the Garbage? No. It's so I to rely on your reactions for information is a fool's errand. Can okay, o- it can only lead me farther from the truth. Mm, Crybabies. Good guess. No, it's a really good guess. No, it's not. Yes, it is, Cody. It's not a crier song. Get up on this. No, no. I would not be get up on this. Okay, I give up. It's the Wolf Den, the old version. The old Wolf See, Den. See, I would. So give me the new version. Yeah. And that one I. Yeah, that one I'll know. I can jam to. That one I can sing along to. Here it is. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds the same. I can't find it. Okay, well, Hayes, let's, ge- let's us give him the new version. Give me a bass line, okay. please. And it's his out sax is waking up. What am I going to have with my eggs? Oh, a conversation with Jesse Thorne. So, okay. So, it's see, now you're in the wolf den, baby. And he was in hibernation. Yeah. Think about that. Oh, the baby wolf suckling on his big teats. Yeah. He's got a lot of kids. Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I said. Yeah, Hayes said that part. Now, we should probably do at least one more song. Oh no, here comes Kevin with the camera. <laughs> Guys, Kevin just came in with the camera. She just let him He's take struggling it. with the door. <laughs> Oh, um, hey, Kevin. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yeah. Oh, good, good. 
Stay off mic, please. <laughs> Should we get this over with? <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, who's making you do this? <laughs> uh, scripts. They said go in. Interrupt the show. Twelve minutes into every show. Do you wait outside until it feels like we got something of a flow yeah, are going? Are you standing out there the whole time? I wait till I hear laughter and then I. I you said this would be a good moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Okay. Well. All right. I'm. I'm not even here. Okay, Cody. Give, give me another song. Here we go, baby. <laughs> I know this one. This is Jeff. Who is Jeff? Jeff Garland. No. You worm. I know this. The cannon. Nope. Spont? Nope. What? The Jake Fogelnest files. Oh, it's like detective. Oh, right. Okay, this one's dank. It's like detective Mike music. Mike detective. Yeah, that's dank. That's dank. That's dank. Oh, yeah, he's digging into the files yeah. to get out so you could watch an old YouTube clip he remembers. Can't wait for it to come back. He did promise it would come back once he uh, once he came up for air. Yeah, well. Work on a TV show. It's not easy to write for a show. Yeah, write a show, do a podcast. It's impossible. Nobody ever you done can't it. can't do both. You have to either pick one or the other, you know? Yeah. thought he worked at Sirius. Yeah, he was in the Raw Dog comedy family for a little while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, he was one of the outlaws. Yeah. It was him, George Jones, uh, Waylon Jennings. Mm-hmm. Merle. Merle Haggard. Uh, Hank, obviously. Azaria. And uh, Tammy Wynette. So... He was one of the outlaws, and then he moved over to Raw Dog Comedy, and then he was either Opie or Anthony, I can't remember which one, and he's carved out a nice little space for himself now. Yeah, and he does all the music as well. Mm-hmm. Does all the music. Yeah, that's dank. That's dank. So, obviously, he's going to have good music since he's music man, and uh, friggin' I look forward to hearing the soundtrack on Hashtag Girl Boss. See you. So, uh, yeah, no, no, Cody, you go. No, sorry, by all means, Cody, yeah, go. Yeah, did Hayes interrupt you, no, Cody? No, Cody, go ahead. We Please forgive the, me. We I talked at the same time. Really wanted to treat him like a sweetie. I wanted to do one more. That's Great. all I wanted to say. Oh, Great. well, then by all means. It's it's honestly, Cody, it's your show, so wait, no, wait. You, you, you said you wanted clear. to do one more, whatever. Please, whatever you want to do, go ahead. Really quiet. Ring, 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 That's great. Ring, ring, yeah. Ring, yeah. Big move. So funny, huh? Yeah. Hilarious. Fucking with me on my fucking show. What is this show? Remind me of something that I put my my life into for 39 weeks of my life. Well, it'll be easy to keep doing the show now. Cody, you do one. You do one. Yeah, you do one. 
If oh, it's so and funny. And P.S. That was dank. We yeah. do have to stank rank it, and yeah, it was and dank. It, and it was in a Splitsider awards list for one of the best theme songs. Pick up crack. And a, a book. lot of people online said it is actually really catchy. So please, you do one, Cody. I have one. What is it? It's called the Tom Yum Bum. I go around the city it's, and I, uh, I eat Tom Yum Tom, soup. Please, it's no. going to be a little racist when and you I, start to, it's going to be, you don't know when you're doing something that's not okay, and I don't want you out on that limb. It's worse. Because it's on my show, then I'm part of it. And also, like, and it's our fault for um, empowering. For pretending he was a sweetie before, and now well, yeah. it's like we like it. And we created Frankenstein Monster. It's as if we like this. His specifics. Well, it's like the scene in Frankenstein when he says, what have I done? You know, uh, mm-hmm. this is what I wanted. I created this monster, and now the monster is beating everybody up mm-hmm. uh, and pretending it has a Tom Yum Bum podcast. It's so fucking bad. And, you said, and he and looks you said, in the mirror, yeah. and he goes, "What is this show? I can't believe I own this whole city, you know? Um, yeah. Well, what is the show? It's these women. They've gotten us all out of sorts. Very, twi- very twisted up. They've twisted us up. More pictures, Kevin. At what point do we have enough pictures? This is what he does. He. This is. I know it's like part of the craft for him is to take so many pictures until he finally gets a big. Yep. Angry reaction from me. Don't. The one that's a scandal or whatever, and then we have to pay him to get the picture yes. away. And you've been stretched a little thin as well, I feel. And, and there's no reason to lean right at the bike, which Cody has not turned on for you. <laughs> and just flashing so much cash. You see the little polo player on Kevin's yes, shirt? Yes, oh, believe me, I noticed it. To get a picture of that, please, Kevin, because that's a, for rich people. And so, I, you know. I'm going to pass. You're going to pass? Well, we'll see. I'll get a picture of it, and I'll email it to the fans. Now, what is it about these theme songs, and why do we sit to analyze them like this? You probably ask yourself when you're listening on a podcast. And, Hayes, you know, uh, tell the audience what what the intention is here. Uh, It's with with these other – Show themes? Yes. It's mood. It's setting the right mood. Mm-hmm. A nice little piano tinkle for, I believe, every single one. Mm-hmm. Or a rich bass line uh, that's just, like, getting you in the mood. Because when you start hearing it, you're not necessarily ready to hear funny comedy or interesting videos. And with many of these shows, you're never going to be ready for that. Mm-hmm. Now, our show is a little different. We put lyrics that we wrote because we wanted to put one fucking second of thought into what you're hearing when you put the fucking show on. Yeah. And it's not just like an Apple loop. Yeah. And we got our friend to do it instead of going on, instead of Googling the most normal music. www.normalmusic.com backslash free. But please, 
Go right ahead with your podcast that everyone loves more. Yeah, everybody will like that one. Obsessed. Well, uh, we'll be right back without a guest just because we're kind of still finding our feet here. Uh, So, watching freaky animal videos. See a, a lobster who lived a thousand years old. I say, hmm, I could go for some of that. This guy uh, never met me, I guess, because then he wouldn't live to be a thousand years old because, you know, I love lobster so much. You mean to eat him in the pot? Yeah, so I say, oh, I mean, that puts me in the mood. I go to the ocean, set out on my little dinghy. Mm. Pull up the traps. Not to eat this lobster necessarily. Eat his wife or something. Or his best friend. Sure. Uh, pull up the trap. Guess guess what? Oh, no. It was on your foot? It's on my foot. And it's turned you upside down in the water? The And the lobster has a little lobster fork and knife and starts rubbing together like you're for dinner? And I was in a far side cartoon. Oh, Hayes. Mm -hmm. What a funny cartoon to be a part of. Mm -hmm. Well, I knew I recognized you from somewhere. I got tricked into being in the far side cartoon yet again. I was a little kid, the fat little kid with the glasses this time. Can I say congratulations? Because I've all, I've always just been in non sequitur. That's, that's the only one panel tough. comic I can get into. By Wiley. Yeah, that's the only one panel comic that'll have me. Mm-hmm. So just being in Farside, that's cream of the crop. You're the little fat kid with the glasses and the freckles mm-hmm. and the striped shirt. And the lobster is going to eat me this time. Yes, wearing a bib. Yes, has the my face on it. That's a little kid. Yeah. And then he's probably saying something. Like, yes, he's got the butter. Yes, he's got. I was the gonna crackers. say he's probably saying like, "Pardon me, garçon." You know, you yeah. got any butter? You know, but he but he has the butter, so yeah. he'd have to say something else. Yeah. So constantly getting tricked into. Isn't being this in one these, a little small? Yeah. And and these um, and these good cartoons. But being in a good cartoon can be a blessing and a curse. And speaking of that, we're going to have a show segment now. Uh, Well, hang on. Let me take this again. Hollywood Handbook is a show made of podcasts that is doing funnies with Hayes and Sean. We're always together and we're never apart. And it's the friendship that makes it work. Now. That's one of the juice runs clearest. And yes. And unfortunately, we have money problems. I think that's a pretty open secret at this point. Uh, The show might be profitable. It might not. We can't make hide nor hair of the host reports. So um, we need alternate revenue stream. And uh, the idea we've had now is Hollywood Handbook the Game. We've been working on it for – 18 years. I mean, it's been yes. a while. Yeah. It's had to change. The technology is often outpacing the development of the game. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we will finish a version of it. Uh huh. And like then trouble comes out with a little pop-o-matic yeah. bubble 
And we say, okay, well, maybe we need to go back yeah. and add, like, some of that. There's got to be a Popomatic bubble. We're going to have to use, you know, Yahtzee's using five dice, so we got to have eight dice. Yes. Then we see that there's a 20-sided dice, so it's got to be eight 22-sided yes. dice. And then seeing it, trivia comes out, S-E-N-E. We mm-hmm. need some sort of visual DVD component. We mm-hmm. have to license all the movie scenes. Uh, it. Uh, it's been yeah. that kind of. We're not able to. We're watching, a bit of a you know, doggle. the different. They show you a square of a poster. You got to guess what it is. It's a walk in the clouds with Keanu Reeves. You think, oh, maybe it's not that. It's like a period romance, and so uh, we have to then watch a walk in the clouds, and then we can't. <laughs> remember what we were doing before. Figure out how the game works, but. Uh, all of the hard work has paid off. Um, there's so many elements to this game. They're all fun. It's truly a full-on adult-sized bangaroo, and kids can play it too. Uh, and w- and when you know when the industry, when the board game industry bangs you, you bang them back, and that's exactly what we've done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would personally say it's the most fun game out there, and it's worth the expense. Um. And it's uh, this is what uh, people don't realize. It's for families. Well, yeah. It's for work. It's for, like, work partners. Yeah. It's for kissing. It's for babies. Yeah. It's for, like, a, da- a kissing date. Yes, go on a date. Go on a date. Play the game on the date. Maybe you finish the game. Maybe you don't. Uh, it's for track stars. <laughs> It's for animals. It's for um, high flying, uh, you know, daredevils, the Red Baron, Snoopy, everyone. Uh, it's for, you know, night court criminals. It's for um, magicians that can use the pieces, you know, for tricks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's for really. Um, you know, uh, just f- like for you guys. So right. and what we're gonna do? Yes, and yeah, yeah, fans. Uh, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. a big one. People that we can take that pause out, right? It should oh. not. It should not take so long to think of that. To think of that, but I just don't. It's They're such not a. Ba- it's mind. such a simple. They're just not on my concept, mind. even compared to all the other ones, which are like a far. It's a much farther reach. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, yeah. It almost is just a brain problem to be thinking about to think for so long. Then I have a brain problem. Yes, yes. Just to come up with like the well, concept of like you guys, like the fans. Well, that would make a lot of other stuff that's going on for me make a lot more sense. Yeah, I mean, I'm just not enjoying what I used to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And I'm in a lot of head pain. Yeah. And that's a the way you say it's like not enjoying what you used to. You mean like tasting food. You don't taste food. Well, anymore. yeah. Yeah. And I'm putting wild stuff on it just to be, is this going to generate some kind of sensation in there? Mm-hmm. And the answer is no. Mm-hmm. I mean, roundly and completely, the answer has been no. And I'm talking... Sriracha sauce. Yeah. I'm talking about... The most flavor... Like, oh, and I feel so sad for you because... 
Mm-hmm. That was like your daily treat. The pink salt. The Himalayan pink salt. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about truffle honey. Maple syrup, truffle butter. I mean, I'm even talking about, and I didn't mean to go there with truffle butter, but I'm even talking about Nenena when I'm chopping, you know, uh, just slurping up. Mm-hmm. In the downstairs cellar, you know, the cellar door of a woman, the most beautiful oh, word in the English language. Yes. And that was, oh, I remember Donnie Darko, had such a good teacher. Mm-hmm. No Wileys, Dr. John Carter. A- and Amazing teacher. The, one of the greatest teachers. So, and his, and both of his teachers were kind of good looking. Right, he had another teacher as well. Mm-hmm. And who, who was that? Drew Miramar. Mm. The fire starter herself. So we thought we would play the game. Yes. Uh, and a way to introduce you fans to the game. What we want to do is just play a quick round. We've given Engineer Cody. We've all selected our pieces. And Cody, if you yep. want to sh- hold up your little totem that's going to be making its way around the board. This one? Mm-hmm. Mm. And if you want to describe it to everyone at home. It's very... That's, it sounds good. Ow. Uh, and it's it's a good totem. Yeah. It's heavy. And we all picked ones that sort of represent us. Yeah, different things from the show. Cody has the hamburger sandwich, which is, of course, uh, a famous phrase that we've been using that people really love. For, I've uh, latched on to. From yeah. the show. Uh, I, of course, have the Hal Rudnick piece. Uh, Hal Rudnick being a... Uh, Famous guest of, yeah. of the show. One of the was most popular guests that as we've well. had. And so now I get to be how Rudnick sort of racing around the board. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, half of Paul F. Tompkins' old uh, blueberry scone that just got left in the studio before we came in. Yeah. And so that's sort of a famous thing when we come in here. There's someone's garbage is in here a lot, and we just sort of have to fucking deal with it because nobody gives a shit about us. Or I think even worse, they think that we would like it. Yes, they're sort of – I think it's meant to be a kind gesture. Without often. without having to – Just kind of an unspoken – It, it well, dignify us, they, you know, they think, by, it's by offering it to our face. It's an open secret at this point. We have some financial problems, and uh, they're not going to be solved by the show. The pay structure that we're under is not uh, yielding dividends for anyone that I know of, but certainly not for us. So uh, hopefully we'll get a bigger slice of this board game, and I think you're gonna have a lot of fun. The kind of th- you look at these host reports and you say like, is this like what like the sixth or seventh most successful show on the network? And you mm. say like, wow. Mm. If you think about it for just like even a second, you just have to be like, oh my god. Well, and the mo- and the most successful ones are like seven multiples they, or whatever. Yeah, they like, fucking better be. Yes. So. It's like, wow, uh, holy shit. Um, no wonder they're moving offices, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, but you know, uh, I will, of course, spin first. Let me just draw the card and yeah. roll to see which spinner I'm going to move the dial on. Yeah. Um, Zoom. 
and uh, that was opening the box of the board game. And now I will uh, just draw the card. And it says, <clears throat> Dear player, you've won. Oh. So, okay, that was a that, fast round of the game. That, <laughs> that can happen. You know, uh, we were warned that that would sometimes happen. Sometimes that will happen. So With the winner is that from the winner pile? Yes. Okay. Uh, so do, the spinner landed on winner pile. Well, when you open the box, you take a winner card to see whether you've won or not. Now, if you've won, you know, good news. But some of them are, some of them are lose cards. Yeah. Which you know, just bad luck. Well, and some of them are draw cards. Yes. Yeah, some of them are. Yes. Draw another. So sometimes you don't win or lose you on the first card. You have to draw another card mm-hmm. and then see what happens on that card. Mm-hmm. And you're in control of what happens on it because you're drawing it. Yeah, it's a blank card. Yeah, that you draw on. So, so it's like cranium. It's so much like cranium. It's so much like uh, Rummy Cube. Uh, it's so much like apples to apples, um, cards against humanity. Have you ever played Ticket to Ride? Oh, wow. Thank you. Cody, have you ever played Ticket to Ride? No. Cody, you'd love it. It's a train tracks or something. Yeah, it's actually the train tracks, and it's a, it's mostly about strategy. Have you ever played Diplomacy, Cody? That, uh, No. Oh, wow. You wouldn't be very good at it. Because if you were going to be good at it, you would have told me, yes, I have played. Because a lot of that is just seeming so confident. Now. But that's not. the uh, And that's not the only reason you would be good. I could name games all day, but that would probably distract from playing our game, which is a lot like a lot of other games. Um, so what I'm going to do since I did win the first game is now it's my right to. Uh, Tumble the word cube mm-hmm. and just assign a word to one of you guys, and you have to act like that. Okay. Um, and so the word that's that the came w- up. That's that's the, the word wizard inside the cube. He's thinking of a. There's a, a sort of a three. It's. Not great that you can't see it, but there's sort of a 3D rendering of a word wizard inside the cube. And as he's like being knocked around inside, when you flip it over, you can see the like him. Yeah, he goes to his wall of potions. And when the cube starts to tumble, the potions start to spill and spell different letters. Yes. And then he's selecting the letters and kind of affixing them to himself. Uh, but he now has gotten all the letters and he's made he's the word. He's a weirdly young wizard. Yeah. Well, he looks a lot like. Um, Engineer Rod? Will Wheaton. Oh, uh, is that better? Engineer Ryan, should I, do I want to say that? I appreciate the thought. (laughs) So he looks a lot like Engineer Ryan. And um, the word that he's affixed to himself, and this is just a lucky one, uh, it's uh, Engineer Cody. And so I guess I'm going to assign Hayes 
to act like Engineer Cody. Okay. Because you get you have to do what the word Cube Wizard says. Okay, that means I have to draw a, a card from the Engineer Cody specific pile, mm-hmm. which is all the jokes that Cody has made on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll draw a card from this pile and uh, make one of one of Cody's jokes. I'm going to need you to keep it Disney. Okay, that was from our last episode. That was something Cody said in our last episode. So. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'd almost forgotten about that. Okay. So, great. So, now you pass the turn on. Okay. Um, so, I, you know, now I hold the sort of the, the um, turn squeezer. Uh, just a little thing you could squeeze in your hand while you make a turn. Yeah, it's still, yes, it's still your action. I'm sorry, you have yes. the turn squeezer, so yes. it's still your action. If there's any other moves, if there's any purchases you'd like to make at this time. Yes, I actually you- would like to uh, cash in some of my, so you accumulate at the beginning, you uh, you show up with bus tokens, like, because, mm-hmm. like, you know, people get like Hollywood has bus like these like buses that everyone like rides around on. So like those are like the currency of the game is these bus tokens. Cody, have you ever played Access and Allies? That one, have you played it? Oh yeah, I'm love that it's uh, like World War Two. Yeah, it's I remember that that game. Go so, ahead. So I would like to go to the store and and cash in some of my bus tokens, mm-hmm. which I can use to uh, do. Um, Give my character to give Hal attribute points uh, that will have a pretty serious effect on the next of the next turn that I do. So you are going to want to do that, obviously, before um, uh, before you act on turn two. Mm-hmm. So you, in this case, are the store manager. Yeah. Um, so what I need, um, if I'm going around the um, <clears throat> the second alley, uh, I'm going to need a strength. Potion. Uh huh. I'm gonna need a uh, utility belt or like um. Well, what's gonna give me more storage? Um, I guess just a larger backpack. Okay. Uh. So um. Obviously, my affiliation is uh kind chaotic, and so I, you know, not unlike the Joker, I'm having fun smiling like a kind guy, yeah. but I actually want chaos. So what you've ordered, I'm not going to send you. And yeah. if Cody, if you want to check your email right now, you're getting an email from Nikki Glazer saying that she actually forgot that she scheduled to record with us today and she's not going to be able to make it into the show. And so that and so this is something that happens in the Hollywood handbook game. Uh yep. People don't always, you know, follow through, and it's okay. Yes, uh, but you have to pivot. And now she and she does say in the email that she'd love to schedule for another time. Uh, so I'm going to draw a um, skip 100 turns card mm-hmm. to to jump ahead uh, two years into the future. Mm-hmm. And now you'll uh, can you check your email and see if you got an email? For, did she check in with you in that time? In two years? Yeah. It looks like she did at 7.02 p.m. 7.02 today? Of two years from now, today. Like this day in history, two years from now. Okay, what's it say? It says, sorry, I had, my cat got very sick, 
Mm-hmm. Oh, and I had sad. to take her to, to sorry, a sorry. I had dot dot dot. Sorry, I had my cat got very sick, and I had to take her to. Is uh, there an ah uh in there? She misspelled pet, and she said plet hospital. She put an L in there in Van Nuys. So mm-hmm. and it ch- okay, and it looks like that email changes fonts a few times. She didn't even say thanks or anything. She just said like dash. And can I just say on the Joker thing, Scott did tweet a joke, uh, a reference to the Joker a couple days ago. Um, Quite so, a few, yeah. Yeah, sort of, yes. A, a thread about how the Joker like worships chaos and all this stuff. Um, so, and he did say he could do that at the beginning of, our, that was part of our Earwolf. And I'm not supposed to be. You cannot, you should not do that anymore. I am sorry about that. I don't know why I thought I had staked out that corner. Um well, it's fair game. It's a big character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I will lay off. I will find the uh, next thing that people will want to make <clears throat> jokes about. <sighs> okay, Cody. So now it is your turn. Uh, do you have the clay? Yeah. Okay. Now what you need to do is mash up the clay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing is you're making something it's so sticky. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, there's a lot of beans in it. That the, is yes. There is an issue with a bunch of cooked beans making their way into the clay. We did make a lot of our pieces for this game in the Goya factory. There was some confusion over shipments that got mixed up. Where yes, some fully cooked pinto beans did go out. With our with our supply of clay, which I think is fine. I think is I think it's better. Uh, it's it's way better because so many of these games don't have any cooked pinto beans, and you go to play, and you're trying to do Uno or something, and uh, you also have to cook separately, and it's just like so such bullshit. And a lot of these games just smell like nothing. That's true. That's one of the promises we make, and we've all been obviously holding back on the ordering process and the price for our Hollywood handbook board game. Uh, and part of that is we want you to have a good picture of this thing's going to smell like a lot. Different parts of the game are going to smell like different places that you could go in Hollywood or different foods or different sections of different hospitals and it's just such a rich experience for all of your senses, not just your brain and your hands like a lot of board games, but also for your nose, mm-hmm. for your, uh, you, for your, you know, hospital part of your uh, uh, memories. And uh, there's um, a lot to touch. So, Cody, now we look at what you've mashed up. I made this. Okay. okay. And, now, and now with this part of the game, is, of course, would Shelby Farrell like that? And so the other the panelists or mm-hmm. the other two players get to decide if Shelby Farrell would like what Cody made. Okay. So um I could see her even if she did like it, yeah, being kind of over it cuz it's it uh yeah, it's tough. It's unfortunate for you Cody because I think she might actually look at that and secretly like it, but it's about like what like what she, whether she would say she would like it. Yes, that it has to be part of it. Yeah, and I actually know her. She's and a friend bi- of mine, and yes. I don't think that she would. But a big part of her sort of brand is being over it, and so I think she would actually look at that and sort of be like, oh, "I'm over it." 
But uh, but the the bean is kind of turned into a little bit of like oh Cody, no one's ignoring what you did with the bean. Uh, I mean, please, if this was purely a judgment on, do I think you did a great job with the bean turning it uh, sort of out a little bit? And I apologize for not mentioning that because I know this was something that you kind of needed, and I could say that when not like you needed the clay, although that is very funny that I did that. It's just I want to be creative sometimes. No, I know, I know, and I could tell when you were finished, you were saying like, ah, this will be this. This fucking job is not fucking creative at all. It's so fucking tasks. Tasks, 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 tasks. Just fucking do this. Do right, this. right, 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 mm-hmm. right. But then every time you get a chance to be creative, it's so bad, right? I mean, they don't they don't let me be creative enough that you right, know. Right, but it's, sometimes when they rusty. do it. But sometimes you do. So get. it should be more. So more bad stuff, in the hopes that it turns a corner at some point. I think that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what's something you want to do that's bad? Yeah. Do you have any bad ideas for creative things you could make? And, you know, we can give you some space right now. Yeah. I'd like to, I, I, um, I carpentries would be fun. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I can make some wood dolls. Uh huh. <laughs> and you seem to have cracked yourself up with that last <laughs> comment. Do you want to talk about what was so funny for you? Do I have to? (laughs) I think it would help. I know it would help me. I certainly think Hayes would appreciate it. No, yeah, that would. um, I know something is bad about this, but that would help me articulate exactly what. Because sometimes with you, it's like it's hard to figure out why it makes you feel so awful there's a real disconnect between i know that what you're trying to transmit to me is not what i'm getting so i always like to try to peel back the curtain i also don't think you're going to be able to communicate why it came out the way it did no but but it still might get us a little bit closer. it's a clue yes i mean maybe it's a, a early childhood imprinting or something subconscious right um yeah, based on my upbringing or, you know, uh, or, uh, you know, my parents, you know, how they fucked me up or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he wants, like, sympathy. And and I do understand the, the desire to sort of change your, what people think about you to, like, oh, he's, like, so, like, fucked up and crazy, like, something, like. As if we were looking like at you. Deranged or whatever instead yeah. of just, like, oh, it just, like, sucks. The flaw, the flaw is that you assume anyone was looking at you and thinking that your parents got it right. Like, like that we weren't already taken into consideration. Right. Like, obviously, he's had a hard life. Like, yeah. he didn't start like this. Right. Um, we already were spotting you that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and even with the handicap, that we were sort of ended up where we were, you know? Right. Yeah. Anyway, a Shelby diss is an automatic lose card. Yeah, so you've got to eat the what lose card. What about my handicap, though? You have to eat the lose card. And that the lose cards, unfortunately, do not nope. have, have enough beans. No. They were supposed to be almost entirely pressed bean. And uh, unfortunately, they I guess so many of the beans went in the clay that they couldn't make it all out of that. So, yeah. Okay, I guess. 
like lead in here or something. Yeah, and they yeah. did supplement the beans with some lead. God, that Goya factory. Some of the lead that was supposed to be in the cans, ended, yes, ended up inside the beans. All right, I ate it. What do you want now? Mm, nothing. I mean, that's... You know, you lost the game. So I've won one round. Cody's lost one round. Right. Hayes, you're at a wash right now. Yes. And sometimes that's a good place to. Oh, yeah. Because you have to, I mean, you have to, the game is not over until all three people have had a different result. And Mm -hmm. so that actually normally takes a lot longer. Um, Yeah. So I guess we'll do the rubber match double round. Yeah. Uh, Which... As long as Cody doesn't win, should mean that somebody will be the definitive victor. And there's not a whole lot of danger of that, just right. based on the way the game's structured. Yeah, and we're, are we doing that off the air? Yeah, we're going to do that at home yeah. uh, over Skype. So um, one thing I did want to remind everyone about is downloading this show and telling your friends about it is a great way to help us get advertisers. You are the ad budget for this show, okay? Uh, We don't have a big promotion budget like X-Men Apocalypse did. And so- If you like it, tell people because then we get to make more. If you, yes, if you like it, we don't get to make more if you don't tell everyone about that. So please go on your Facebook page page go you know go to your dad's bank and put put up a sign in the line they'll usually let you put a sign on the windows there um and go to your local or like if there's a podcast like if spotify or something isn't doing the show go and be like put the show on there request if you see that there's a you know if there's a local record store in your town and they don't have any um, you know, editions of this uh, podcast go in and say, hey, why isn't this playing here? This should be on the speakers. It's your problem. And then if they say no, say like, why? Say it like that. Why? Yes, please, you know, carry the voice of this show with you. Ask the question the way we would. Why? How come we? I want it. Um, I made it so I get to say whether it's good and it really works, this show. So do get out there. You are the ad budget for this show, guys. So... You know, word of mouth is our greatest asset here, and uh, please um, bother everyone else. Bye. Hollywood Handbook is brought to you by Wolf Cool Productions, a subsidiary of Calvin and Hobbs. baby. That was a HeadGum Podcast.